This is the Pivot Your Journey podcast with host Phil Dobinson, part of Jivit Agency, sharing stories of those who pivot their journey, taking a leap of faith with a new career, beginning a side gig that turns big, pursuing their true dreams that lead to happiness with the work that they do. These are the stories of those who push through the fear, the doubt, and never wonder about the what-ifs in life. Our first episode of the Pivot Your Journey podcast is here with Johnny Rogue. Uh, how you doing today? I'm all right, man. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Uh, um, so Johnny is a musician, uh, rapper, up and coming, uh, here from Lancaster. And uh, we're really just going to dive deep into his story and talk about, you know, the different challenges and uh, all the different, you know, struggles that it took you to get here and where to see your career going from here on out so uh thanks again for coming on and uh again first first one so (laughs) thanks for having me yeah man for sure um first question i just want to shoot off is how many jobs have you had in your life all right let's see started off at yogi bear (laughs) um i feel like it went straight into the marine corps yeah so there's two and then had two in Cali, so I think total I've had four jobs. That's it. Yeah. So they weren't. Yeah, I think I want. I want to say it's just four, strictly four jobs. And now you're doing music. Yes. <laughs> Last thing I ever thought I'd be doing, but. What I mean, what got you into the music? From going to a high school job. Marines, music? Um, I honestly think growing up in Quarryville or Lancaster, I think we had, I guess music was a huge part of like all of our lives because we know in Lancaster there's not really too much to do. Well, now there is, but when we were growing up, there wasn't. So all we really did was listen to music, hang out, things like that. And then I think going to the Marine Corps and just traveling all over the world and hearing different types of music and stuff kind of got me super interested um, and then got out, had a couple of buddies who made music and just figured I'd give it a shot to help deal with some struggles, but it's pretty much it. Just grew up with music my entire life and thought I'd give it a go. That's awesome. It's really courageous that you got to take that leap of faith and, you know, just try it out. What were there other options besides the music that you thought you were going to, you know, lead into or was it, did you, did you think it was music the whole time? No, um... I think when I first got out of the Marine Corps, my main focus was to get back in. Um, because, I mean, as you know, I got not pushed out, but they denied my reenlistment because of my tattoos. So as soon as I got out, I was looking, you know, maybe join the Army, Air Force, something like that, just to get back in. Um, but ended up going with music randomly, recorded one song, and everybody told me to you know keep going with it so that's what I did and kind of left the military dream out the window so but what was it like when you first recorded uh the first song um where were you what was the title or theme of the song like when you were like all right I'm sitting down tonight and doing it yeah so the the first one I think I recorded was um it was called progress and that was more or less, it's kind of more like a freestyle type thing. It wasn't, you know, anything with a chorus or a hook or anything crazy. It was just a couple of lines. And back then, and I recorded that in my apartment in California, in San Diego. And back then, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is so good. This is amazing. And now I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, I should have never let anybody <laughs> listen to that. But... Um, was it the beat that you thought was good or the lyrics? I, I or? think it was just that I was, you know, I had a couple people that told me it sounded really good. So I was like, all right, so it must be really good. Yeah. And then, I mean, the beat was good. I think I used a beat from um, Dark Wings, uh, one of the guys we went to high school with, Neil Donahue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was his beat. And that's, again, I think people, a couple, the few people I asked, I don't know if they were just being nice or whatever, but they were like, this sounds so good. You need to keep going. And I listen to it now and I'm just happy. Like, <laughs> I'm happy that I've progressed because it was not good. 
but is, yeah. is that available to anybody or just those few it's, people heard it and I deleted it? <laughs> I think it might be on my SoundCloud. That's the only place you go to find it. And I'm pretty sure it's super deep in there. So I, I tried to repost and like everybody else's stuff. So it works. It's <laughs> down, but. That's cool. What was it like? So after that first song that you wrote, what went through your mind after you got that feedback uh, from your peers? Was it, all right, let's try write new lyrics or um, let's listen to different beats or did you kind of think about what vibe you wanted? Um, um, I would honestly say the, I think the first couple of months that I was making music, I think I tried too hard to sound like other people. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, this person got famous by this sound, so maybe I could get famous by that sound. Mm -hmm. So I was constantly trying to like, to mimic other sounds instead of trying to create my own or see what fit with me. And I think that lasted for like four months. And then um, I think after I finally realized not to like copy other people's music, I think is when I started to find my own sound. And so, I mean, I think that was the big thing is I was just stuck in a rut for the longest time because I was constantly trying to feed off everybody else's music instead of create my own. So, um, that, that first song, you said it was called Progress, right? Yeah. When did you start, when did you share that with your friends? Um, so I started actually recording December of 2017 and then I think January 4th, first of 2018 is when I posted that okay so because I know new year started yeah. off on a good note exactly. whenever I was because it was such a good song <laughs> but yeah no so that's I think it was January 1st 2018 is when I dropped the first ever song so so that's spring you're trying to figure out all right what's my style um just a couple months go by and you, you're like all right I think I found it and was there a certain thing that clicked and you're like this is the direction that I want to go with the style of music I want to put out or was it just trial error alright everything else sucks and yeah, no, I, I think it was definitely trial and error because there's there's um, on my computer I have probably like 40 songs that are half written half recorded um, you know I listen to them and I'll think oh they're really good and then I'll listen to them a week later and think they're trash so I think that's the biggest thing for me was um, nothing really clicked, I guess. It was just, I, I, what clicked, I would have to say, is probably when I made, um, what is it, Too Short and Let It Slip, because those were two different songs that I never thought I would kind of steer down the path of like lyrical, kind of more melodic. And those two are probably have like some of the top plays right now. So I think that's what got me going into adding some some melodies to my to my songs combining it with the raps and things like that so it's kind of how I came about where I'm at today with those two songs what for anyone who has not heard them before what are they about um so let it slip is about it's pretty much geared towards anyone that's ever you know lost the person that they thought was the one mm -hmm. um and then too short is just you know pretty much life is too short you need to follow your dreams don't don't sit back and have regrets when you're when you're 45 years old and you're never it's pretty much you're never too old to start following your dreams you know people are like oh I'm, I'm 30 I can't start a music career I'm, I'm 35 I can't go do this or do that and it's that song is just you know life is too short so do what you want to do now did with let it um, or with too short were you thinking I need to start my journey in the music industry and this is the path that I know I should be you know be following or did you were you influenced by like other people not pursuing their dreams um I think it was a little bit of both to yeah. be honest I think I saw people you know being stationed in California uh, Okinawa Japan I wasn't home for a long time mm -hmm. and then going back um seeing people, you know, that we went to high school with, mm -hmm. which, I mean, our friend group from high school, our core friend group is doing pretty well. I mean, you're starting businesses, you know, my brother, Brock, they're starting a business, already started it. Um, yeah, one year in now. Yeah, people people like Neff, Neff's off coaching, 
you know, college wrestling, like things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, so I saw those guys that were doing things and that kind of pushed me to follow my, yeah. my dreams. And then, but then I also saw people that, you know, were still sitting back in Quarryville, not doing anything with their lives, doing the same stuff they did when they were 18 years old. And so I think it's a little bit of both, you know, seeing both sides of that, that spectrum and just kind of feeding off that little bit that I saw. Yeah. How many songs do you have out? Um, so on, if you want to, like, so SoundCloud stuff from, like I said, back from like January, 2018, um, it's probably about like, I would say about 20, but strictly on Spotify and, um, the more notable streaming services at, I think I'm at nine now, but I'm getting up there. Got to start somewhere. So that's why I only have a few right now, but yeah. How, how many songs do you have in mind that you're like, all right, this is when I should be seeing the results from maybe, you know, signing a deal or making, you know, real money off of it. Is there a benchmark that you kind of, have a goal towards that you think that or do you think it's going to be like a hit song that'll bring you over the top um so i think again one of the, the mistakes i made was i was searching for or i was trying to make that like you said that one song where i was thinking you know if somebody hears this that's where i'm gonna you know kind of blow up mm-hmm. but then i started realizing that it, once i started putting out more and more music of the same quality that's when people started following and listening. So I'm really hoping the EP I'm working on right now, 717, I'm hoping that kind of gains me some recognition. There's, I think, seven songs on that. And um, I think they're all really good. I've had a couple of people listen to it, and they're all said that it was super good. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But that's pretty much it. I think, I think I'm hoping 717 is the one that gives me some recognition. But... Yeah. We'll see. So when, as you're making this EP, um, who do you like reach out to for help or guidance? Like, are you just looking up online and like, all right, this is the type of music I have and I'm putting out and I'm recording and I'm just going to see where it goes and just let social media ride it? Or are you like kind of getting bits and pieces of advice from other musicians that have followed the same path as you? What... If so, like, who has helped you and how have they helped you? Um, I definitely haven't been doing it by myself. Um, Kid Kern, talked to him a lot about, you know, he's helped me through distribution. He's helped me through, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. Maybe, you know, he's helped me a ridiculous amount. Um, then Brad Hur, again, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep everything local, like, yeah. to Lancaster, because... I just think that that's how it should be done. You should stick to your roots. Mm-hmm. But Brad, he, um, you know, I'll send him stuff. He makes and masters and edits all my stuff. And I'll send him something and he'll say, well, what if we do this or what if we do this? So it's definitely, there's there's a few people out there that have definitely been, you know, helping me out. It's not strictly me. I wouldn't have half the stuff I have right now if it weren't for people helping me out, to be honest. It, I'd probably still be stuck at day one with the whole progress <laughs> track, so... But no, I've, I've got a, a bunch of people helping me out. Those are just two big ones that are, have been with me um, throughout pretty much this entire EP. They've been helping me get situated. So, Throughout your journey so far, have you ever sat back at night and thought, what am I doing? And is this the actual path that I should be going? Um, or have there been like other opportunities that come up and you're like, man, I should take this and take a break from music? Um, to be honest, I don't think there's anything that would overtake music in my life right now besides family. Um, clearly, um, they're going to come first, but besides that, I mean, there's been thoughts in the back of my head, just like anybody else's, you know, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I keep going with this? Um, I've had a couple career opportunities pop up with like contracting, like civilian contractor. Um, again, thought about joining the army, you know, simple things like that, but I don't think anything is going to have as big of an impact on my life as music is. So I'm just going to stick with that and keep going. But I I really don't think there's another option for anything right now. I've come too far to quit and, you know, give up on what I've been working so hard at. At the end of this year, what is the goal that you 
want to achieve? Um, we got six, seven months now. So realistic goal, I would say. What would you call uh, success? Six or seven months, I would say dropping more music, hopefully getting in contact with labels or records or play, like people like that. Yeah. Um, How do you do that? Um, so with me, I've just, I've honestly been Googling record yeah. labels and getting the email and just sending them all my music. Okay. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. And, uh, so having anybody reach back to me within the next six or seven months would be huge. Yeah. Or, you know, not having to go out of my way to search for shows or venues. I would rather, um, by the end of this year, have people reach out to me and be like, Hey, would you like to come perform? Would you like to do this? Would you like to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as if, as long as I'm the end of this year, if I can help provide for my family, I think that's Mm -hmm. successful to me. And so that's the main goal. Let's, let's dive into uh, the family aspect of it. I know a lot of, uh, things have been occurring here in the last, uh, just few weeks anyway. Nine days. Yeah. Um, why don't you, uh, tell everybody, um, the past couple changes that's happened in your life? Uh, so we're... We're over here trying to set records, um, trying to get things done as quick as possible. So I think in the nine, the last nine days, I've had a son, I've gotten engaged, and yesterday we actually went to the courthouse and got married. So no shit. Yeah, there's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening right now, but we talked about it, and if you know if we know that's what we're gonna do anyway, why hold out? Why you know I know people. I respect, and again, I respect people who stay engaged for a year and a half or two years or whatever. But with us, we just felt like it's going to happen either way. Why are we going to sit back and just, you know, prolong the process? We might as well get it done. Yeah. So we were engaged for five days and got married. So, <laughs> but no, yeah. And we just, yeah, I guess our son was born May 8th, um, five pounds, nine ounces. Congrats. A month appreciated. A month premature, but he's he's doing good. So, yeah. but definitely a blessing. Everything changed up real quick. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Who changed? Who changed the first diaper? Oh, that was me. <laughs> well, I guess technically, probably was a nurse or something. But between us two, it was me. Yeah. And uh, but we've been doing our fair share. We've been splitting up and things. Have been, he's really good. Sleeps a lot, and I feel like he only cries when he needs to. So. Yeah. And what, what's your son's name? Patrick. Patrick Keen. Yep. Nice. He's a he's a handful, but in a good way. Definitely, <laughs> definitely a blessing. That's good. All right. So being a dad, a new dad, being a new dad takes a lot of time. So how do you find time to make new music? Um. So, since Patrick was premature, he sleeps a lot. <laughs> So, yeah, I kind of try to, um, you know, span it. He usually sleeps for about three or four hours. Um, So I try to fit it in when that's happening. You know, Bethany will lay down and take a nap or something. I'll just try and go in and start recording. Um, But at the same time, it's kind of difficult because you can't really judge whether he's going to be awake or sleep. You know, something could be bothering him, it could be up. But that's pretty much how I do it I just pray he sleeps long enough that I can get stuff done and that's how that goes so <laughs> so when you're recording do you are you like trying to be as quiet as possible um in the apartment that you guys live in or how do you like make sure you go full at the music even though you gotta worry about the baby sleeping and stuff like that um I mean I guess I keep it somewhat I try to stay somewhat quiet but at the same time if I'm in that room, he can't really hear me. So, do you have um, a do you have your own studio? It's a walk-in closet. So that's <laughs> yeah. How does it sound? Um, sounds pretty good. I yeah. mean, it's not bad. It's confined and small, so it keeps it keeps everything in there. But definitely could do with some better equipment and stuff. But you gotta start off somewhere. So that's why I'm sticking with the walk-in closet for now. Did. So you look around the area for like a studio to um not around here i know there's some people there's a studio in connecticut that um one of my old friends used to go to and he uh i've been talking to him 
And then I know um, M Tones, he's in Philly. He went to school with, you know, Jimmy and Brock. I think you were, he was with you when you were there. Thomas Burke. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's invited me down to come to his studio. Um, has he sent you pictures? Does it look nice? He hasn't sent me any pictures yet, no, okay. but I'm going to probably ask for, he actually just contacted me yesterday, so I'm going to talk to him and see if I can get down there at some point. Um, but again, just been super busy with the new baby and everything, Life. so it's, it's been difficult, but yeah. we'll see. Hopefully one of these days I can either get to Connecticut or down to Philly and try and get some stuff done. So your studio is a walk-in closet. Yes. Is your equipment used from Craigslist or? <laughs> no, no, actually. So, um, I've been lucky enough that uh, Bethany has like she supported me through all of this. That's amazing. And um, no, she's actually you know, she's got me two mics. She's bought me, you know, foam, um, vocalizer. She bought me everything pretty much. Um, anything I could possibly need to record and she's bought it you know as, as gifts and thank yous and all this other kind of stuff so I've been lucky that I haven't had to use hand-me-downs but if it ever came to that they probably work just as well so I'd give them a go but no I've been blessed she's been hooking me up with some good stuff so for just getting started out with the equipment and everything like that how much does it cost to really get started and recording and then putting it out so people can listen. So, um, that's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it that people don't really understand. Like, so the mics are probably, they're probably 120 bucks a piece. And then the equipment that goes with them, like the stands, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think we got a bundle package for like $300 for everything. And then the mic was, like I said, 120. Um, my Mac was like, 1200 but you can get something cheaper than that i just chose to get that um but then you have to so you record it then you have to you have to buy the beat which is usually for exclusive you're looking at like 150 bucks per track and then so you go online like i'm looking i try to buy beat where do you yeah i i usually use beat stars um or i go to dark wings he sends me some good stuff and for free, just because we know him from high school. But um, beat stars, yeah, I get on there. I'll listen to like some days. I'll listen to two hundred beats, and I'll pick out like three out of all of them. And then you buy the rights, get the paperwork sent over through email and everything. And like I said, it's usually like it could be pricey. It could be anywhere from a hundred for a new producer starting out to like three hundred, four hundred dollars for a single beat for one song. And then on top of that. Um, you have to, so you record it and then you have to get it like mixed, mastered, edited, all that kind of stuff done. Um, which right now I have, and I got a deal. I pay a third of what a lot of other people are paying. Cause again, I know Brad from high school, but, um, about a hundred dollars and then whatever I make off of the song, he gets a profit from. So it's not bad. I've been, again, like I said, I've been blessed. I know a lot of people that have been helping me out through this, um, to where I don't have to spend an arm and a leg to try and make one track. Yeah. So it's definitely, definitely good. And Brad works with me. So it sounds like a long process of to-do lists. Like, yeah. right, you got to find the beat. You got to pick the one that you want. You, then you, do you write the lyrics then? Or do you usually have lyrics already written out and then you're looking for a beat that fits that? So... I have probably in my notes on my phone, I probably have like 3,000 notes just of random lyrics that I've written. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I mean, it kind of varies. Sometimes I'll find a beat that I like and I'll write to that beat. But then other times I'll find a beat that I like and I'll already have lyrics that fit that beat from what I wrote, you know, sitting on the back porch or something. So it varies. Um, it all just depends on, you know, um, if something fits the beat that I already have or not. And if I don't, then that's when I start writing to the beat strictly. And, uh, but the chorus, the choruses and the hooks though, I've never, those are always written after you already get the beat just so you can, you know, fit it perfectly. So how long is the process that it takes to find the beat, write the music and then get it edited and then put it up like a week is a month. 
just mm-hmm. for like so um I start so just to put it in perspective this EP I'm working on um I started it the first song on it I started I would say probably like eight and a half months ago okay I think so seven songs in eight and a half months so it's probably it's about a month per song okay but um well by the time that it's done it'll probably be about a month and a half two months per song so um it takes a lot of time but it's again I think it, it could be done a lot sooner than that it was just with me I have like you know the baby the Beth being pregnant we had a bunch of stuff to do um but you know I know I've had I've made songs in like three hours from start to finish um, I know guys that make seven songs in a week, so it all varies. It's it, it varies with the person, I think. Um, but with me, just recently, it's taken about a month per song, mm-hmm. just because I haven't had a lot of time to do things. So, mm-hmm. but besides that, I would say it's maybe a week tops. Yeah. So, um, about I know a lot of things change, so the schedule's all mixed up. But on like an average, how many hours do you think you actually put in to creating your music? Uh, do you want to know just strictly songs or do you want to know like... Give it, give every, it all. Everything. All yeah. right. So um, let's say I'm awake for, what would it be? 15 hours. Yeah. I would say probably eight of those 15 go to music. Whether it's something business related, um, pictures, finding beats, making music, you know, making lyrics, whatever, I would say probably yeah, about eight hours a day would go towards that. So your typical job, I guess. Every day? Every day, yeah. Unless, like I said, unless something comes up with him, like today we have an appointment for him, things like that, that kind of knock out some of the time. But I would say almost every single day is probably about eight hours. Because I don't have a job right now, so I kind of use that as my job. So mm-hmm. wake up and just like anybody else, go to work. Yeah. That's how I see it. So are you are you making any money off um, your music yet? Right. How now. how does that work? How does someone make money off their music? So you you can get money for like per streams, like with Spotify, iTunes, things like that. So, um, but with me, since I'm you know just starting off, up and coming, I don't have a lot of a lot of plays yet. It's like with Spotify, it's. I forget what the the price range is, but per play you get a certain amount of money, but it's like it's not a lot at all. So, but I mean, for me, people that are getting you know two million, three million streams, they're probably making pretty decent money. But what's pretty decent money? Probably like, uh, so let's see. I for every like fifty streams, I probably make like ten dollars. Okay. But um, so I guess you look at that every. I don't even know what the the amount would be for people that are making you know that many streams or getting that many streams, but it's it's a good amount of money, not enough to live off of, but it's mm-hmm. enough you know. This is their side job. This is a way for them to make money. It's that's enough in that aspect of things. Mm-hmm. So, how how are you guys like supporting the baby and everything like that with the income? I mean, it's you're hustling, doing as much as you can here uh, with that. Um, how is like How's, is it a struggle with supporting baby and wife now? Uh, it's not. I mean, Bethany's retired from the military medically. Okay. So she gets a paycheck every month. Okay. And that's um, enough to... Oh, that's more than enough yeah. for all of us. You that's know, food for the baby, everything. Um, but then she's, she's starting school soon, hopefully, as well. And then I already started school. So... We're both getting the GI Bill as well right now, which is an extra $1,500 a month per person. So that's, you know, we're, we're more than, have more than enough than we need. So, yeah. um, again, I'm going to keep saying, but we've, we're, we've been super blessed with the things that have happened. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we've, he's, he's going to live a good life. That's, yeah. all, that's all there is to it. He's <laughs> take a lot of trips and stuff, but no, he's, he's good. We make enough money to support, so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, let's jump into this new EP that you kind of have come uh, out. Yeah. Um, how many songs is it? Uh, there's going to be seven songs on this one. Initially, I said six, but decided to throw one more in there. Okay. It, what's it called? It's called 717. Because um, like I said, I'm trying to keep everything local. 
to, you know, where I grew up, my roots. Um, so it's 717, 717, Lancaster. <laughs> so that's why I did that. Do you think people are getting that with the title? Um, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I hope people aren't just they like, They will why? now. Yeah, I, don't, I hope people aren't just like, why is this dude naming, you know, his EP 717? I think that people from Lancaster understand. Mm-hmm. But I think people who don't necessarily live in Lancaster or have never... They don't know the area code of Lancaster then I think they don't understand, but hopefully, like you said, they'll hear it now, so... Oh. When does it come out? It'll be uh, July 17th. Keep I it figured. Like the 7, 7, yeah. <laughs> Trying to go all out. We'll forget. Trying to overuse it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, is there, like, a theme to this album or EP, excuse me? Um, What's the difference between an album and an EP, anyway, for people just getting started, too? So an EP is... It's bigger than just a single track, but it's not big enough to technically be an album. Okay. So it's kind of like an EP or a mixtape, but you call them either. So, um, but the the vibe for it isn't. I, I, I'm not gonna say there's necessarily a certain feel or vibe to it, but I think, um, you know, I have a song in there that it'll be good for summertime. I have a song in there dedicated to Patrick. Um, you know, it's more of a lyrical song. I have two other songs in there that are kind of just, you know, pump up, let's party type songs. And then another one that's just strictly, you know, kind of vibe out. So there's not a certain feel. I try to get every different aspect of music in one EP. And I'm hoping I did that. Um, But I think altogether it's just kind of feel good music, but it's Mm -hmm. not strictly one certain type of song. I think there's a bunch of there's there's a lot of variety in there, but I think it's all geared towards like feeling good and you know. Mm-hmm. So. So you said you're gonna you're putting one more in there. Yeah. And are you complete it? Is it saved and just ready to publish? Um. So. The songs right now are all over with Brad. He's working on them, editing them and stuff. But I have two that I haven't sent to him yet because I want to make sure they're pretty perfect. Um. And. One is the first song of the EP, and the next is the last song of the EP. So okay, um, just about just that. working on those. But yeah, we're we're shooting for uh, a complete finish date of June twentieth. We're gonna try and have them, you know, uploaded to DistroKid and ready for July seventeenth. So okay, nice. All right, so it comes out in about a month or so. Yeah. Um, who did like your designs? I saw your cards earlier, and uh, the designs. T-shirts, you got a bunch of merch coming out too, right? Yeah, so um, Doug, um, Hegel, another guy clearly we went to high school with, um, he designed my logo, did a really nice job, it's crisp, um, did a lot of, I think he said a lot of it was hand-drawn, so nobody can exactly copy what he did. Uh, but yeah, we're trying to get it, we actually, so we had a bust, a ton of people um, pre-order shirts and then we actually run in, ran into some problems with Venmo they decided to uh, to say that we broke customer policy what? yeah so they said we've been fighting it that's that's why for anyone listening that's waiting on their t-shirt this is why <laughs> um, so Venmo we had a lot of money in my Venmo account what's a lot? like a good amount we'll just leave it at that a couple um, thousand? no no under a thousand, uh, but okay. but enough that yeah. it matters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Venmo hit me with an email because I tried to log on the one day. It was like your account has been frozen, and so we were. I told Bethany we were like we're talking about it, and so of course Venmo only talks strictly through email. They don't talk through phone. You try to call them, they don't. They don't want to answer. So they've been emailing us saying that we accepted money for for a product, and that's against their customer policy. Which How do they know that? Because people, I had everybody saying they want a size medium or a size large. Oh. But but so we fought them on it. And I said, hey, these are donations. They, you know, people are getting a t-shirt for their donation. And Venmo said, all right, well, um, then you're not breaking policy, but we need we need form of ID and something else so we know this is really you. And they were just going off. So we're still fighting with them over that to get our money back so we can actually order these shirts. Um, but if it's not here by June 1st, me and Bethany decide we're just going to pay out of pocket for the shirts because 
I don't want people waiting, you know, seven months for a t-shirt. Yeah. So, especially because we've been looking, I'm trying to get, you know, hats, I'm trying to get shorts, um, you know, crew necks, long sleeve tees, things like that. I'm trying to get all that in the works, but we're clearly not going to do any of that until we can figure all this other stuff out. But, um, so if you work for Venmo, you should probably get your shit together. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But what is like the other way that people can buy merch like for other artists do they usually have it purchased on their website or because you advertise it on your social media and then they hit you up is there like a is there a guideline or like rules that you should sell your merch a certain way um I don't think there's really a guideline I think like for me so just starting off the easiest way was through social media and we got a huge following on that people way more people than I was expecting yeah um, but I'm actually working on a website right now where they can go on and actually like order their stuff. But, um, you know, cause that's how most artists do it. They have their own website mm-hmm. and you can go and purchase there, but, um, definitely going to try and get this website up and running so that we don't fall into the same problem we just fell into with Venmo. Yeah. Cause the people who sent their stuff over PayPal every, we have all that. So we have okay. it. We're just, we're just trying, we don't want to make two different orders because then it costs more. So we're waiting for so some the people, people paid you PayPal and, and Venmo. some played some paid Venmo. So the Venmo money is what we're waiting on, and if we don't get that, we're just PayPal gonna pay it out of pocket. Shit. Huh? PayPal. No, pay, PayPal. PayPal is. We've had no problems with PayPal. So if you work for PayPal, keep it up. <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's it's been a struggle to say the least. But we've been interesting. Yeah, we've we've decided that we don't want people waiting anymore, and if. Venmo doesn't give us the money back. We're just going to pay it out of pocket Yeah, take the loss. Yeah. Dang. Um, back to like this whole, you're working with a lot of people from 717 Lancaster. I think that's great. And I want to ask you the feedback you get when you reach out to a dog or reach out to a Brad and they're like, dang, Johnny wants my help with X, Y, Z. Do they jump on it right away or do they ask questions? Like, how does that conversation go with asking for help with people that you know already? So I think it's, uh, I think it's, it makes life a lot easier that I already know them prior and I've built that friendship or that relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so people like, like Brad actually contacted me mm. and said, cause he's, he's, he's done a lot of editing and stuff for like rock bands and things like that. Um, but never hip hop or rap or, you know, that kind of music. So he actually reached out to me and said he wanted to, you know, try and help out and gave him a shot and he's doing an incredible job. So he's super talented. So if anybody makes music and needs somebody, you know, to hook it up, I would contact him. Um, and then Doug, he had not Doug jumped on it. He had no questions. He's a businessman. Um, had it to me within you know it took absolutely no time with him yeah like i said the quality of everything is it's insane Mm -hmm. so um not usually usually people jump on the opportunity because like i said i usually try to go for people that are also trying to make a name for themselves Mm -hmm. and we all kind of have the same mindset of you know it's pretty much it's marketing Mm -hmm. you know working with another person that just gets your name out there even more so um with that um the and I help you out, you help me out type it's, thing. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's another guy uh, from Lancaster um, that I've started working with. We're actually going to shoot um, music videos. He's gonna, And like I said, these people, they've been super nice. I, I asked him, I said, what, what payment do you want? What do you usually charge? And he said, just help me get my name out there. Yeah. That's all I said. He said, I get, I get work and you get a video done yeah so both trying to do the same thing start yeah so I think I think that's the good thing about everybody that I've you know connected with is they've all they've every single one of them has been you know either they give me a deal or they do it for free Mm -hmm. because they're also trying to do the same thing I'm doing Mm -hmm. so and I'm I'm gonna stick with that I'm gonna stay true to my roots and I'm gonna keep you know finding people from Lancaster you know if there's if there's people um you know, trying to collab, make music, anything, market. That's another Sierra. Um, Sierra Campbell. Well, she's got a new last name now, but she, uh, she, you know, she called me the one day, and that's what she said. She said, if you need someone to help you market, she said, I'm not gonna ask for money. I'm not, you know. She's like, but I can help you out. That's uh-huh. what I. That's what I do. So it's you know people like that that are willing to help me, and then in the long run, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to help them out as well. Yeah. So, um, it sounds like you're getting a lot of local help from everybody. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. People have, people have definitely been helping me out and been willing to help me out. So has there been, I mean, obviously that's kind of the positive side of things, but has yeah. there been like struggles of like, damn, I'm not moving as fast as I want to, uh, with production wise or just like maybe your social media and yeah. your audience and stuff is, is, have you feel like you need more help with that? And sure. what is the process behind that? So I think social media wise, I think it's starting to take off. I'm starting, you know, to get more likes, more views, more reactions to posts as opposed to when I first started, um, push like pushing stuff out on social media. Um, it was always, it was constantly overlooked. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand is, yeah, you can, you can go listen to one of my songs mm-hmm. and, you know, be like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. But if you stop it, just listening to it, you know, yeah, that'll build up my streams, but you know, you're, you're listening to it, but no one else is. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of the biggest things I think any other musician could, you know, vouch for me on this is if you listen to it and you like it, share it. Mm-hmm. or add it to a playlist yeah. or, you know, help get the word out there so that more and more people are going to listen to that music. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you listen to it and then, you know, close Spotify or, or iTunes and just never say a word about it, mm-hmm. then you're not helping me or, you know, whoever you're listening to. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of just getting brushed under the rug and you're not helping, you know, market or span that, that voice. Um, but like I said, I think I think my, my social media game is definitely stepping up as yeah. of recent, so... Definitely we'll see that. how it goes but that's that's probably the biggest struggle is you know putting out a song that I think is incredible and everyone who hears it says it's incredible but it's not getting any any outside views or anything because nobody's sharing it or adding it to a playlist which why, is massive why do you think people don't share it if they like it and you get a hundred likes on a new video that you post on Facebook or something and people are not sharing it why do you think I mean that's what you need that's the help that you need from your followers and stuff why yeah. do you think people don't do that um, I honestly have no idea I don't know if it's if it's um, you know people are trying to keep keep their name or their vibe for their Instagram they don't want to be that person that is constantly promoting or constantly sharing stuff um, I don't know if that's it or if it's just you know some people just and it's gonna sound like rude but some people are just lazy and they yeah. just sometimes it takes it takes four clicks max to share a song mm-hmm. or you know something something as simple as you know reposting a tweet or retweeting or posting another thing on Facebook it's, it's simple but people don't do it mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's people are scared to you know I don't know Sorry, I don't know how to explain it. I, th- I think people are, are scared to support. Like, I think people are scared of what people are going to say. Like, oh, I share his song every time that he drops a new one. People are going to think I'm annoying or people are going to do this. But I don't know. To me, that's not how it's going to go. People are going to see it and maybe they'll listen to it or they'll share it. And then next thing you know, there's going to be people from, you know, a million other places that are now listening to this music. Yeah. So I, I honestly don't have a clue why people why people don't share or don't, you know, add it to a playlist or whatever, but... So the best thing, like, to do, like, on Spotify, we look you up, add it to our playlist, and that will help boost, or it's more sharing It's going to help you out? I think it's a little half and half. So sharing sharing will clearly get my name out there and have people listen to it. But if you add... So another huge thing is if you search me on Spotify, on the top right corner, there's a heart. You, if you like that, you like me as an artist, mm-hmm. and that'll help push my name into trending. Mm-hmm. And then there's you know the little options button up there too. Get them in trending, people. Yeah, and if you if you hit that that options button, um, you know there'll be a little drop down box, and it'll say follow. Mm-hmm. And following me again will help you know push me up higher on charts and all this other kind of stuff. Can you see that stuff from your internal? Yeah, I can. I can see. It tells me. Um, you know, as down to literally the city people are listening in. Um, if they put their age on Spotify, it'll tell me like, you know, 
you're the most views you're getting from are coming from people 21 to 27 yeah or like things like that it tells me male or female it tells me tells us all of that yeah and then um soundcloud will actually give me the names of the people that listen it'll say your top plays um are from this person which right now i think my dad is beating everybody by like 700 so (laughs) but yeah no it's i can see all of that and like uh if someone adds my songs to their playlist i can see all that so that's pretty cool what what was it like to besides obviously your family gives you huge support absolutely on social media and everything like that but what was it like to see maybe a former person that you went into the Marines with to share it and just maybe some random people that were not like in your clique? What yeah. did th- what did that feel like? Um, honestly, it was incredible. And there's uh, one of the guys, it was just the other day, a guy who I barely ever have talked to, um, you know, and when I did, it was years ago. But he tweeted some of my lyrics the other day. I've had uh, people from the Marine Corps that I was with that, you know, I've maybe run into once or twice in six years. And they're reposting. They're, you know, tagging people in my stuff. They're, it's on the Snap Story. Every time I wake up in the morning now, there's at least one Snap Story of, you know, somebody that I have friends on there that is playing my music in the car, you know. So it's it's kind of, it's crazy. And it's it's insane to think about. But Like um, momentum's going. Yeah, and that's, that's, People constantly are like, you know, uh, when, you know, or like we talked about earlier too, what is success to you? Yeah. But for me, it's like, I have so many DMs of people that are constantly just saying, you know, you've saved my life with this song or you've, you've, um, you gave me an outlet when I'm feeling low. Like thing, cause that's the whole reason I started making music was for myself. It was literally for myself to like get my mental right. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's turned into trying to help all these other people. And that's honestly, if, if music stops like tomorrow, yeah. but I still have all these people that are saying I saved their lives from a couple lyrics. Okay. That to me is already enough. Yeah. But you know, clearly I want to keep going and keep pursuing it. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's just insane that the amount of support I'm getting is absolutely incredible. Um, like I said, people I haven't talked to in years are sharing my stuff. They're messaging me, um, like what I, I said, the t-shirts, I've had people, some people that I didn't even talk to in high school are hitting me up and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, keep doing, keep following your dream, keep doing what you're doing, which again, is just crazy to me, but yeah. I appreciate all of it. So it makes those eight hour days. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's awesome. Um, so what is, you got the rest of 2019 summer's coming up. Yeah. What's like next after you release this, um, People are going to be sharing this all over the damn place. <laughs> Adding it to their playlist. And clicking the heart. Unless you work for Venmo, then don't touch <laughs> any of my shit. Um, what, like, what's next after that? Are you starting to plan a, a new album? Or uh, have you played a show yet? Or, you know, what's kind of... What are things that you want to do and accomplish after the EP? Um, so, after the EP drops... I already July have, 17th. Yeah, I already have um, like four or five other songs I've started working on to push out as singles, but, you know, maybe a music video here or there. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is in August, which I can't give out too much information just because I've already talked to, you know, the, the one who's running this entire thing. Um, we're going to stick to marketing all that in a couple weeks, but August 10th, out in Nebraska, there's a music festival. It's the first year it's been put on, and um, he, the guy, he called me the other day and asked me if I wanted to perform. So that's August 10th in Nebraska. I'm gonna be out there doing my first show. Wow. So yeah, there's supposed to be a little over 2,000 people there, so it should be a good time. Definitely help get my name out there. So um, I'm really looking forward to it, but again, I can't talk too much about it just because I've already told him that I wouldn't. Yeah. He asked me not to, so I won't give the name or any of that stuff but within the next two weeks just know it's all of the marketing stuff's going to be coming out by the time this airs it might already be out so from the from that guy did you know him personally previously or did he listen to your music and hear it from somebody sharing it no he actually um my cousin from nebraska michaela she 
she hit me up the one day and said, Hey, um, one of my friends wants to get in contact with you about your music. Yeah. I said, all right. I said, give him my number, whatever we'll talk. So we've been talking for, uh, I'll say it's been about six or seven months now, you know, texting back and forth. Um, just trying to make moves. He's a DJ, so he and he's pretty well known. Mm-hmm. He's been, you know, LA, Arizona, doing you know some gigs. Um, but he's all about he's all about giving back to the musicians, the artists, um, and he's all about trying to bring a good vibe to his town, his city. Um, so he hit me up. We talked, and then um, he decided he was going to put on this music festival and wanted me to come out. So. There's going to be a bunch of good people there, um, different varieties of music, DJs, and it's going to be pretty dope. So hopefully within the next couple of weeks, you guys will see some stuff about that. Do you have like the song, are you asked to play all your songs or is there a couple that you have to choose from or still getting that information like figured out yet? Um, still getting that figured out. He hasn't talked to me too much about that, yeah. but um, I would imagine it's probably going to be a couple, you know, he'll give us like a song limit or a time limit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I already have five or six that I've picked out just yeah. that and if he says you know what you're only playing three I can vary it down from those top six or okay. whatever but that's awesome yeah so he we're still getting all that figured out but like I said he's yeah. the marketing is going to happen soon enough so yeah we'll have so to the, put that out there yeah then we'll, too. we'll start getting all that out there but yeah I'm excited but I mean, yeah. clearly, clearly I'm nervous never done yeah. a show before but um no I'm just, I think I'm more hyped than anything I got mm-hmm. some friends that are going to try and make it out there so yeah should be pretty sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, let's wrap this up. And uh, it's just, you know, uh, share your social media and where people can find you and just any other, like, encouraging, inspiring words to help someone out there who hasn't started yet uh, wants to pivot their journey uh, to something that uh, you're doing now. All right. Yeah. So um, social media, Twitter, Snapchat, um Instagram, you can find it. It's going to be Johnny Rogue, J-O-H-N-N-Y-R-O-G-U-E-E. Had to add the extra E because the username was already taken. But uh, that's on all social media. And then, you know, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, um, pretty much any streaming service is going to be Johnny Rogue with a period at the end. Um, And then, honestly, I think all I'm going to leave people with is don't, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you're at right now in life. Um, if you have something you want to do, go do it just strictly because, you know, years down the line, you're going to regret not doing it. Yeah. So, um, that's my biggest thing. Don't be scared about, um, well, don't put limitations on yourself. Don't be scared. Oh, if I try and I fail, people are going to laugh at me. Or if I try and I fail, um, you know, I'll, I'll feel like I'll feel embarrassed for myself, whatever. Failing is a part of life. We all yeah. know that. We're all we're all grown. We're all. And if you're not grown, you're gonna find out failing is a part of life. Yeah. But um, no, just keep pushing it. Whatever whatever you guys are doing, and uh, don't stop until you get there. Honestly, that's it. That's all I have to say is just keep just keep fighting for what you want to do. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. Well, it's, yeah. it's glad you found it now, and yeah. uh, that <laughs> yeah. it's music and everything like that. Yeah. It's taken off good, man. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll have to do this again. 100% we will. Yeah, I can't wait for July 17th yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the EP comes out and more news uh, about the concert. Yeah, the festival, yeah. Festival, yeah. 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 Once all that starts getting out, we'll, we'll fill you guys in. Awesome. Until then, make sure you're sharing and posting on playlists. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Memo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks.